Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Gloetz. Ben is waving, folks. Ben Jarofsky writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. He's here with me, cheery today. Very. In the face of uh, <laughs> challenges to the democracy. Today we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader on May 30th, 2013, titled, Rom's New TIF Program Looks a Lot Like the Old TIF Program. In this story, you're comparing one of the most recent TIF-funded developments, which we talked about last week, which is a development on CIRMAC by McCormick Place to build a, quote, events center, unquote. He's making another gesture that's not <laughs> waving <laughs> in a hotel. What was our breaking news on that? Well, the breaking news, just so we remind our listeners, uh, this is perhaps the stupidest economic development scheme that any mayor has endeavored since Mayor Daley proposed that we buy Michael Reese Hospital. This project <laughs> is on the, the greased path, is that the word you say, to approval. Today is Friday that we're doing this interview, May 31st. Yesterday, Thursday, May 30th, the House of Representatives in the state overwhelmingly voted for it. And today, I presume, the Senate will follow. And Governor Quinn, much to my chagrin, is probably going to sign it. Pat, you let me down if you do. Did they vote on extending the TIF district in which That's this resides? That's part of the package, yeah. What they voted on, what they actually voted on was this, this giant, for lack of a better word, public works bill, which is just like a lot of pork being thrown at various constituents throughout the state. And included in that was Chicago's share of the pork, which this is cockamamie scam scheme to build this entertainment arena, if that's what we're calling it now, basketball arena for DePaul, and uh, a hotel for God only knows who. So we're just giving the city a blank check to do something stupid on this near south side. So in order to do that, one of the things they have to do is to take a TIF district and extend its life. It's about to expire, thank God, mercifully. The money presumably would go back to the schools. But no, we cannot let that happen. We must continue to corral that money. Schools don't need them. We're yeah, closing schools those schools. don't need it. We're closing schools, <laughs> right. What, why waste money on something we're closing? Better to build a basketball arena. So we're talking about, again, this parcel bounded on the east side by Prairie Avenue, the north side by 21st Street, and on the west side by Indiana Avenue. What's over here? The biggest building in this parcel is in the southeast, and it's this brick. It's mostly a parking lot mm -hmm. here, and it's uh, like two stories and next to a vacant lot. Any idea who owns that or what that is? Some of this property is tied up in uh, litigation over a foreclosure matter. Some other of the property in question is owned by James McHugh, who's one of the most prominent construction developers in town. He's done many city contracts. Yeah, he's built all over town, and... He had a plan for some development in this area, and I should call him up, actually, and see if he talks to me about how he views this. How much he'll want. Well, that's what it comes down to. I know. I mean, ultimately, yes, you're correct. The property tax dollars that Mayor Emanuel uh, is determined to spend will be used to acquire property uh, in order to construct this monstrosity. So the value of that property is going to go up in the eyes of the property holders because the city has deemed it valuable land for Desirable. this hotel. Yeah, there's going to be a casino maybe. Who knows? Anybody besides McHugh, a prominent property owner on this block? There was a hotel development plan that is now in foreclosure court. It's in bankruptcy court. It's contesting who owns it. Does the bank own it? Does the developer own it? So but if it wasn't built, how did it get into foreclosure? What happened was that the person who bought up the property and, and put the plans together was unable to pay back the loans 
it's a woman developer, that she had incurred to buy the property. So she's sitting on this property. At the moment, I believe she may have lost Her the lender. property. Yeah, there's a battle that's being contested. That's like a whole complicated side story. So when the city gets around to buying up this land, if it comes out, I don't know who will receive the money for the land. I have no idea who owns the title. Because the lender might have the property. The lender may have it. To me, that whole issue is a very important issue in terms of the metrics, the whole issue of what would we as a city obtain from this land in property taxes if we were to allow it to be developed, just be developed. We need to know that before we can determine whether it's in our best interest to allow the city to spend $55 million to take it off the property tax rolls. Now, Mayor Emanuel has not at this moment put out any substantial numbers that would indicate we're going to ever going to get that $55 million back like within our lifetime, if ever. That's all we have time for. Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Senator. Listeners, you can follow all of Inside Chicago Government's reporting on the device of your choice. To learn how, go on your web to chigov.com. Look for the box that says Follow Shy Gov. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.